did you see uh, Cincinnati's coach got fired? Yeah, Yap Stam. Yap Stam. Yeah. Um, you know what the interesting part about the the contract that he signed was, right? Um, is that that even though he got fired, he still he still he didn't have to take any penalty uh, vis-a-vis uh, salary or anything along those lines. They they made sure he was he was taken care of. The penalty comes in having to put coached FC Cincinnati on his resume. <laughs> from Dover. Good evening. Uh, it is episode number three. Episode numero tres. Yes. Who would have thought we made it this far? I know. We have a brand new laptop we're using. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we are uh, going to be sitting here and talking uh, Major League Soccer Soccer. And uh, you know what's really funny is um, we never plugged the headphones in before we started. Man. So I don't know uh, how we're how we're sounding. Um, uh, we sound good, man. Yeah, we screw sound it. Good. We'll just uh, we'll record an entire segment and then find out that there's some sort of weird hum <laughs> after the fact. Why not? Yeah. Um, oh no, that's my implant. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you about that, did I? Um, All right. So, so what we, are we going to talk about well, the, first? Are we going to talk about that win against Montreal? Yeah. I'm cr- sorry, Imperial the Montreal do football do Canada do club de foot. Yeah, club to foot. Club to foot, uh, which is actually one of my favorite closed bars in Chicago. That's yes. where I met your roommate. Club to foot. Okay. Yes. Club, yes. Foot. club yeah. foot was the name of the bar that I met Ryan at. Okay. So it was a, it was a Tom Dempsey Memorial Pub. Exactly. No um, one gets that reference. No. 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 I don't even get that reference. He was he for many many years he held the NFL record for longest field goal, oh. sixty three yards. Okay. He had a club foot. Oh, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. New Orleans, club mm-hmm. to foot. Fair enough. It all It's full circle, man, full circle. So um, I want to I talk about the beginning of the Montreal game before I talk about the actual Montreal game. Um, because this was... Yeah, tell me about this. Yes. This was the first night of the... Um, it's so the first night of the the Dora District in the in the arena Dora district. Dora the Explorer District. Dora the Explorer District, which yeah. I thought was uh, a lot of fun. So what we did, uh, myself um, and uh, a few other people uh, uh, that that we were hanging out with, um, decided to, including your roommate, um, went to uh, my normal uh, pregame spot, Char Bar. Yep. Uh, had a couple slippery American cocktails there. Bar du Char. Bar du Char. <laughs> uh, and then we went to uh, our bar. Yes. <laughs> no relation. No. <laughs> um, we went to our bar and uh, went through there and got a couple of uh, got a couple of drinks. Um, so we asked for um, the cups. Three, yeah, three, three dom- uh, The group that we were with, we asked for three domestic American lagers in uh, a uh, in a, a, a Dora cup. Yeah, and then we asked for two um, uh, Ohio Regional Brewery IPAs. Uh, and, uh, 
uh, I'm not plugging anybody so they give me money, including you know, a company I work for. Um, yes. <laughs> so, uh, no, we we ordered uh, we ordered a couple of couple of domestics and a couple of uh, crafts, and uh, just for the group that we were with, that's what everybody wanted. Um, we went to the um, the the bartender accidentally poured me three of the IPAs, and I'm like, you know what? That's totally fine. We'll finish them before we get there. You're super busy. Is a genuine mistake. Paid right. for the drinks and left. It was apparently the night of many, many high schools homecoming dances. Yes, it was. Yes, and there were yes. a lot, including of... someone I know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and and I've got a whole. I've I could basically do an entire stand-up comedy routine about this, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. You guys hear about these homecoming dances? You know about these? You know about these? Um, so we um. We're walking through Nationwide Plaza, like in front of by by Whistling Keg and in front of Nationwide Arena, and there's just all these kids taking their photos and stuff like that. And I'm sitting here double fisting. <laughs> I walk past yeah, somebody. I, mean, you know. I walk past a, a family that, that, that like the the mom or the dad had apparently driven them or something along those lines. And I looked at, at Ryan and my friend Jenny, and I go, "They picked a weird day to start the outdoor drinking." downtown and the dad looks at me and just starts laughing and goes yeah they did <laughs> yeah yep 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 so um it Anywho. was it was fun though it yeah. was you know it, yes. was, it was a good time i think uh i think i don't i haven't heard any reports of of weirdness i, I don't i mean so you know i again for those who don't know me or don't know don't care to don't care to which is yeah. probably most of you I, I don't really tailgate. I have my own little pregame. Yeah. Um, you drink wine with your friend Dave at your house. Yes. And we, then you and then yeah, you take we, the bus to the stadium at the very last minute. We we drink wine and we we have cheese and crackers and we listen to Miles Davis and we talk about important things and then we get there at the last minute and yeah. sit in our you know high class expensive seats and you sit in the box that um, um, uh, the two. Uh, uh, why am I forgetting their names? The two, um, I, I want to say Wallace and Gromit. That's no, Stadler no, no. and Waldorf. Statler yeah, and Waldorf. Yes. Waldorf uh, yes. box. And, uh... <laughs> no, we are Statler and Waldorf. Are you kidding? So, yeah, so that's my pregame. But so, whatever. Uh, so let's talk about let's talk about the match. Um, it was, uh, for all intents and purposes, at least, you know, the first, I would say, 60, 67 minutes, uh, the Giassi the Zardes show. I mean, you know... <laughs> Okay, I gotta say, I gotta say two things. Yeah. Um, one is M- Montreal are terrible. <laughs> I mean, just like, um, so I have a I have a friend who's a Montreal fan. Lives in Montreal. I have, I have a, yeah, I have a, well, a I, few of he, them. Yeah. He, he, we went to grad school together. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, um, so um, this goes out to you, Kevin Duska, actually friend of the pod, Kevin Duska. Hi, Kevin. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I described it on Twitter as the Jim Bach Kevin Duska Darby, and he's like, "I want nothing to do with this." He he wants to sack their coach more than mm-hmm. uh, my friend Scott Sedley wants to sack our coach. Oh, like, geez, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so it's no longer the Jim Bach Kevin Duska Darby. Okay. Anyway, um, I didn't realize how bad they were. Like really, really, like bad. I. <laughs> 
So Montreal hasn't been bad all you know for the whole year though. That's the pro. That's yeah, the thing. It's and, weird. And I don't know. And I don't know enough about their team, quite honestly, to be like you know. Oh, this is the reason. I mean, the last game that they played in Major League Soccer before this was against Chicago, and I could say something about not being able to beat Chicago, but uh, um, but I mean they they beat them two nothing. Um, they beat Orlando. Uh, before that, four to two, but Orlando also had a red card, and I'm I'm not going to go back and figure out exactly right, when yeah. that happened. And, and so, so we don't, we don't know we don't need to litigate all this stuff. Well, their last but, loss was against uh, Nashville um, in early September, right? So they, I mean, they're 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 on a decent run of form. Is is my whole point there? They're also, um, you know, they they're they're po- positive goal differential, um, and and they're they're a adequate opponent. I would say, which I think that I think that when we're healthy right now this year, we're also an adequate, adequate opponent. opponent. Yeah, we're we're a team that could beat you. We're a yes. team that can give you a run for your money. So the the two things that struck out to me because we scored two goals. Yes, were the two goals uh, Zardes <laughs> and Zardes. <laughs> and um, the first one was sort of a team goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it was oh, it was the left winger who. Sorry, I'm I'm forgetting who assisted. Um, oh, the assist on the goal? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, no, that's uh, that would have been uh, Etienne. Yeah. yeah. Etienne. Yes. yes. Uh, so Etienne assisted on the first goal. Nice, you know, team goal. Yeah. Bad defense by Montreal. The second goal was ridiculous. It and, was. And you were probably... Like right in front of it, I was, and yeah. and, and Donington Nagby set that up perfectly for him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, yeah. It was yeah. just that was a that was a textbook just what highlight real goal. That yeah. that is exactly what that goal was. So so from my seats, mm-hmm. the general consensus was, oh my god, they're giving him so much space. They can't be giving him that much space. Oh wow, he's got to shoot. Oh, he shot. Oh, it's going over the goal, way over the goal. Holy shit, it went in. Yeah. And, yeah, it's like there was like this one or two second delay between the goal actually going in. Mm-hmm. Because it was such a good goal that yeah. there was this lag of everyone thinking that couldn't have gone in. Yeah. Oh, wow, it went in. Oh, in my head, the first <laughs> thing that goes through is, holy hell, that's in. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it just, it just... It was mind-boggling. It was, you know, I was sitting there next to. Uh, I went. I went to the game with Ryan. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were we were both kind of just looking at each other like, "Does that a, is is this real life? Yeah. Did this I just know. happen? Is um, this the real life? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. It was. It was incredible. It's one of the most amazing goals I've seen in the last ten years of the crew. Yeah. It is definitely a. Um, it, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, um, the 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 only spoiler on the on the night was Montreal's goal in the ninety second minute, yeah. um, which was disappointing. I mean, I think that they just got sloppy. You know, the the two the two nothing lead is the is the easiest lead to concede something on. Right, um, and Diaz talk- is very bad. Let's just let's just you know, <laughs> I don't want to name names, but Diaz. He's yeah. very bad. That's fair. And Luis Diaz, if you're out there listening to this, you should be ashamed of yourself. You know what you did. Also, if you're out there listening, thanks for listening. 
We appreciate it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so I think that's that's kind of the wrap up on the Montreal game. I mean, it wasn't. It was. It was a game. It was a mid season or late season game. We got three points out of it. We did what we needed to do. We're still in the chase at this point. Yeah, um, we are. We have a we have a meaningless midweek, uh, which we'll get to quote unquote ag- cup final against against the Blue Cross. Yes, and. Um, and then we're going to record another podcast before the next epi- or before the next episode before the next uh, the next uh, um, game, yeah, uh, which actually I just thought about. I don't know when we're going to do that because I'm going to be out of town uh, for a couple days, but we'll figure it out. We'll do something. Yeah, it's fine. I'm going to okay. be in Athens on on uh, Thursday night. I just thought about that. You're so, going to be in Athens? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got, the, got a night night in Athens. Greece, right. obviously. Obviously, um, yeah. Not not Kentucky. No, not Kentucky yeah. at all. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I, I saw this thing where it's like a, a map of all the states with the weirdest town name in every state. Uh-huh. And according to this map, the weirdest town name in Kentucky is Pig, Kentucky. Okay. Which struck me as odd because there's actually a town in Kentucky called Beaver Lick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a state park called Big Bone Lick. Big Bone Lick. Oh, yeah. I know it well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, there we go. Okay, he'll be here all week, folks. Try the shrimp. Yes. Um, so, are we done? Oh, one one thing I wanted to mention yeah, about what's the your, Montreal. What's your takeaway from the Montreal game? Well, okay, uh, weird takeaway, but because we're we're still breaking in this new stadium, it's like it's kind of like a new car. It's got yeah. this smell, like you don't know what's going on. So this was the first fall game yeah. in the new stadium, and. Um, I wore shorts yeah, and a long sleeve shirt. And all I can say is, in the stadium, in our seats proper, it's probably 20 degrees warmer than it is out on the concourse or when you're walking up or to the stadium. Yeah, 100%. And um, that's, that's an interesting thing to experience. And it's also something that, again, if you've not been recently, you need to take into account. Oh, yeah. No, I, I had a hoodie... Um I had a hoodie with me um, that I did not wear before the game, but I saw that it was supposed to get down to like, you know, fifty like something. Yeah, yeah. fifty one, fifty two. Yeah, which is crazy because it was ninety when I started walking here to do this podcast today. Like Ohio yeah. weather, thanks, appreciate yes, it. Yes, you know, we could you know, yeah, we could do whatever. every every Seinfeld bit that's ever been done about that shit. But yeah, or that crowded house song. Exactly, um, but <laughs> but the whole thing is is. Um, you know that that was definitely. I was very happy that I had the hoodie with me when I left because we left. We went to Betty's for a few minutes, got another Dora cup, walked around, and then just uh, ended up uh, pushing the eject button and getting an Uber. Um, right. Well before surge pricing ended, because I was tired and I had to work the next morning. <laughs> so yeah, getcha. It was a whole thing. All right. Um, so tell me about the next segment, there, Matthew. So the next segment, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different stuff. Oh um, dear. The the great thing is I didn't have the uh, script. Uh, pulled up. So, since we talked about um, uh, League's Cup, yeah. League's Cup has changed. Yes. Um, so, uh, League's Cup has so fundamentally who, who, changed. Who asked us to talk about this on the podcast? Uh, Which friend of the podcast asked us? Because we should name check them. I don't know. Wait, who who asked us to? Was it Darren? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, they, they got... Completely redone. So did Champions League. Yeah. Um, and and I have a lot of problems with this that some other uh, people that we'll talk about don't. Okay, um, Frank Costanza. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. Um, 
I'm going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about season ticket renewals. Season yep. ticket renewals are a thing, and they are happening right now. And there's wonderful cash and prizes. Um, and then we're going to talk about TV contracts. Uh, because yeah. you wanted to talk about TV contracts. Yeah, and I also wanted to talk about people whose con- uh, contracts were end- were going to end at the end of this that year. That is in segment three. Yeah, okay. If you would have read the... Uh, if you would have read... You know what? <laughs> You know, we're, we're going to be back in a second. We're the uh, semi pros from Dover. Stick around. Bye. And welcome back. It is segment two of the pros from Dover. My name is Matt. This is Jim. I forgot we didn't, I, or I didn't even realize we didn't say our names in the first segment. Oh, they all know us. Exactly. Everybody yes. knows us. Yes. Uh, we're like we're like the Hawkeye and Trapper of Columbus True Fans. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's uh, episode is brought to you by that Schlitz tacker over there, because that's pretty cool. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. yeah Schlitz. Uh, it's like when you want to swear, but your parents are around. Exactly. Um, let's talk uh, League's Cup. Yes. So explain we talked about League's Cup before. Yeah, explain uh, then, it to me. And then in the interim between when <laughs> I was able to get the audio files from you and when we published the episode, or I'm sorry, when we recorded the episode versus when I was able to get the audio files, yeah. they changed it. Yeah, I'm like um, the Phil Spector around here. It's like, I've got the tapes and I'm not going to give them up. It's fine. Now we're recording on my laptop, so it's fine. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit this before I leave the bar tonight. <laughs> There you go. Uh, that's how this is going to work. Uh, because then, well, because then it just goes up, and it'll go up on Monday Monday nights, or if we record on Sundays, it'll go up on Sundays. Whatever, whatever. It's Monday. We, we get it taken care of. Today is Monday. Yes. God, you should stay off the edibles a little bit, bro. Yeah. No. Um, anyway, so league's so cup. beginning in twenty twenty three. So so the league's <laughs> cup so far has been the um, the the second place cup. Uh, the the didn't qualify for Champions League Cup um, for the U.S. and Mexico. So play it's the UEFA Cup of North America. It's, it's the UEFA Cup of North America. If there were only two countries involved, and if you were only able to play games in one of those two countries, and had a neutral site game uh, for the final in Las Vegas. Okay, so replace Germany, yeah, and Italy, yeah. And Switzerland, and they just play the final in Zurich. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> okay. um, so, this is uh, this is the format that's going to happen next year as well. The format that's going to happen next year is is the same format that we've had so far, whereas uh, four Major League Soccer teams and four um, uh, Liga MX teams uh, all play in the United States in the home venue of the Major League Soccer team unless there are no Major League Soccer teams playing and then they play in Houston. It, uh, apparently every single time so far it's been in Houston. Um, I, I don't know if that's necessarily... I don't know if that's by design. I, I've, I've actually tried to figure this out. If if Houston is just the agreed-upon neutral venue for the Liga MX teams or if it's because of their proximity to Houston versus Los Angeles or versus, you know, another uh, another American city close to Mexico. I'm not sure on, on yeah. that on that answer. Um, but then the final is played in Las Vegas because money? I mean, Vegas, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is the, uh, this is what's going to happen instead, is that it is going to be a uh, annual month-long tournament. 
So MLS and Liga MX will pause their seasons for one month during the summer to play League's Cup games. Every MLS team will be included and every Liga MX team will be included. So it's going to be a bracketed tournament where the United States teams play against the Mexican teams uh, in a single round knockout where if your team loses in the first round, you don't play any more games for three and a half weeks, four weeks, in the middle of the season. Okay. The other part of this is that so far they have not said anything and, and everything that I have I've read, and, and please feel free to correct me if you if you can find a source that says that this is going to be different, please let me know because this is the part that, that honestly bothers me and it's weird that it does, but it kind of it, it's it's weird for me is that they're still only gonna play the, the Major League Soccer teams get home field advantage for the whole tournament, except for the final, which would be at a neutral site. Yeah, this is very weird. And, 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 the qualification for Champions League will remain the same. So at this point, the U.S. Open Cup winner, the Supporters Shield, Shield winner, Cup. the uh, MLS, MLS Cup, Cup winner, winner, and the... Uh, non-supporter shield second place team um, I think from the opposite I think the opposite division winners yeah, I think the way right. that they, and they have contingency plans on that I can't remember um, it's been so long since we've had to qualify in any way other than winning a supporter shield or a major league uh, major league soccer cup MLS cup or both or both yeah yeah we've done that before um, but uh, the tournament champion gets qualification into the CCL round of 16 okay automatically the runner-up and the third-place team get qualification into the entry round of the expanded CONCACAF Champions League. So the CONCACAF Champions League is now being expanded um, as well. I really don't understand any of this, and that's okay. I don't think I'm supposed to. Well, this is this is what's happening with Champions League now. Is, um <sighs> It's going to be 27 participating clubs. Right. You know, so they made it even, which is good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nine by nine by nine. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because because there are nine cities in Canada. They're going to uh, have three regional cup competitions. Sorry, that was, that was mean. Yes. They're going to have three regional cup competitions uh, that are going to be um, kind of feeding into the whole thing. This is going to start in, in 20, uh, 2023. Um, I just, this is, it's weird. Like, it's still a knockout tournament. Um, it'll be played in a direct elimination knockout stage tournament, which will be composed of five rounds. Round one, round of 16, quarterfinal, semifinal, and final. So they are not going back to group stage, which, in, in my opinion, um, that's just me, but that was the most entertaining part of... Yeah, Concacaf Champions League because you got three additional home games and three additional away games against teams that you never got to see play your team, and they are all teams unless you, um, you know, unless you got drawn against, and you couldn't even get drawn against like Toronto or something like that back in the day. Like no, it was, no. it was they were in the same they were in the same pot. But if you um, actually no, you could you could get uh, in I think the twenty. 
2009 you could, but but yeah. other than that, you were basically playing against. Um, okay, I'll make I'll, I'll I'll make this short. Yeah, yeah. So um, several years ago, uh, my my ex girlfriend's kid gave me a Saprisa jersey, mm-hmm. top Costa Rican team, mm-hmm. and I I mentioned to my my friend Dave, the guy I go to games with. That I I feel like I have literally seen Saprisa play live more than I've seen Vancouver play, mm-hmm. and that's the point you're trying to make. Yes, is that you would actually get to see quality foreign opponents? Yeah, on a semi regular basis or interesting foreign opponents. You remember when we played Joe Public? Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, that was that, a fun game. Well, you know, you mean you mean um, who was their um, who was their goalkeeper? He was a former uh, Columbus goalkeeper. Oh yeah, yeah, it was um, um, shoot. Oh, uh, uh, Bill Gaudet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, like that sort of stuff. That's why I love the Open Cup. Right. Yeah. I love the Open Cup because we're playing the Richmond Kickers, or we're playing, you know, the uh, the Indy Eleven, or we're playing another yeah. another team um, that you know probably should have gotten into MLS before Cincinnati, um, but or Nashville. Yeah, or Nashville. Um, but oh, sorry. Um, but you know, we're playing we're playing these teams that are are fun opponents. Sometimes we lose to them. Yeah. Oh well, it's the Open Cup. But you know what's great about it is it's it's a different opponent. It's a different tournament. It's a fun tournament. Yeah. This to me, the fact that we always get home field advantage. You know, and and that's the other thing is that like I don't know how they're going to do home field advantage if two MLS teams happen to beat two teams from Mexico and play each other in the next round. Are they going to flip a coin? Well, do they haven't haven't talked about? I think I think we will decide based on who Don Garber likes better. Oh, of course, hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah. Um, But this is the other like looking at Champions League right now. So round one um, is going to be five Liga MX clubs, four MLS clubs, two Canadian Premier League clubs, two Leagues Cup clubs. So that's the second and third place finishers in League's Cup, the U.S. Open Cup winner, and the Canadian Championship winner. So, I'm, I'm now, they're actually expanding the amount of MLS teams that are going into this tournament, even without League's Cup winning. So basically what you're saying is at some point we're going to see Club America play FC Getty Lee. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yes. So I, I'm looking at this. This is... I, I yeah. This is this is I'm I'm trying to um, I'm trying to look I'm 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 uh, oh there's okay no I'm sorry I'm sorry that's just the North American qualifying which so there's gonna be 15 North American clubs that's how North America those are the North American clubs that are gonna make uh, make Champions League now so there will be uh, four MLS clubs. Um, then there's going to be the MLS Cup winner goes into the round of 16, um, two Leagues Cup clubs, and uh, the uh, yeah the Leagues Cup winner plus the U.S. Open Cup winner still goes in, and that's a different that's a different team. Yeah. So you're going to have the U.S. Open Cup winner, four Major League Soccer clubs. So that's five MLS teams right there, plus the sixth MLS team, which would be the MLS Cup winner automatically qualify and then after that you have leagues club club this is going this is looking champions league all of a sudden for north america is looking like getting into the playoffs in minor league hockey yeah so it's, it's like 90 percent of the clubs get in so it's looking like kind of a money grab oh, yeah. so that we can they can just get us into the stadiums more and more well the other thing is is so the central american teams this is the this is the part that sucks 
to me. That they have to travel. Well, this is Central American teams don't play in leagues cup. This is Concacaf Champions League, so this is it would be a home and away. You know, it would be the the entire entirety of of Concacaf Champions you League. You know, I'm sorry. One of the C's and one of the A's in Concacaf stands for Central America. I'm I'm aware, but this is so there are going to be um 18 teams in the new Champions League from the United States, Canada, or Mexico. 18. Yeah, but Canada sucks. There's there there is a guaranteed um there's a guaranteed two non MLS Canadian teams in Champions League. Yeah. Well you look at that again, I'm sorry. Yes, two Canadian two Canadian Premier League clubs. Yes. So that is non that's and then the Canadian championship winner. So Vancouver, Montreal, and Toronto, and then all the smaller tier teams from Canada compete in that. Maybe maybe the Canadian teams will be able to qualify as well through Major League Soccer. They haven't clarified that yet at this point because of the fact that now so what you're they're opening is, it up so, so much. So what you're saying is the Nunavut uh, Squid Bashers are going to... God, that's a freaking amazing name. I love that. Um, but here's the, is the Central American teams. Uh, in round one, five... Central American clubs qualify. And they're doing a Central American Cup. They're basically that the way that it's all going to be taken care of at this point is through a Central American Cup tournament that yeah. is going to be like League's Cup but for Central America. And then in the round of 16, the champion of that cup will be the only team that plays in that uh in, in the round of 16. The only yeah. team that gets seeded yeah. ahead. Okay. The so, Caribbean is worse. Okay. I'm just going to make a, a blanket statement here that the fifth best team in Central America is probably much better than the third best team in Canada. Yeah. Or <laughs> the fourth best team potentially in Major League Soccer. Oh, God, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, they've got some good teams down there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In, in, but then, yeah, the the Caribbean clubs they're going to do a Caribbean Cup, and they get three total berths it's, in yeah. the tournament. Yeah, in the tournament, this is turning into the uh, Gold Cup two, but with club teams. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's. Okay. And I, I don't want to be Debbie Downer on this thing. I know that like um, I've 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 looked at some people who are super excited about this. I've looked at some of their, their they, thoughts on, and, on Okay, you know, I'm not going to name names, but they're they're very pro 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 MLS people in our audience. I think we belabored this enough though. Yeah, I, think, I, okay. I completely agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, I, I have a handle on it. Now we're going to talk about ticket prices. We're going to talk about season ticket renewals. Oh, um yeah. so you wanted to talk about season ticket renewals. So I got my info on my season ticket renewal. I, I have it, not looked at I it. I got it sometime earlier this week. So right now I'm pay- I okay, last season I paid 9.50 uh-huh. for my my ticket. Um this season I'm Next season, I'm supposed to play, uh, pay nine ninety eight. I'm not sure I'm going to renew. So nine fifty ver- that's well okay. It's so just, is is if, that the is that the uh, difference in ticket price between the old stadium for those four games and the new stadium? No, okay. no. This is without discount, without the credits, all that stuff. Because I'm pretty sure that for this season, I paid closer to five hundred. Oh yeah, yeah. 
And so for next season, I would probably be paying closer to like eight fifty. Yeah. The point being, um, I don't like my tickets. I don't yeah. like where I, I don't like where I'm sitting mm-hmm. because I'm facing the sun half the time. Yeah, you should South End. Yeah, you should. So my my season tickets, and I have not looked to see what the the change in price is going to be. Um, but you were like at six sixty or something. Six twenty five. Like okay. Um, six twenty five. We have never had a game where we're in the sun. Um, Sounds good. It's uh, and and I genuinely think that especially on that on that rail that we're on, some of the best seats in the house. Um, All right. So I I would I would. But the the thing that I, I do want to I do want to bring up, I am going to renew my tickets. Um, I'm a little bummed still that the only communication that I've really had from the front office for the entire year, like even being like, "Hey, uh, are you enjoying yourself?" was when um, there was a there was a credit card charge error on yeah. uh, and 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 they fi- they fixed it. Yes. Uh, they fixed it. I reached out to I reached out to them. Same thing with me. Well, it was at a concession stand. Me and too. So, and so Levy, Levy fixed it, and yep. I have no I have no issue with that. <laughs> Mistakes happen, especially on a brand new point of sale system. That yes. is that is completely understandable, and I'm not a hundred percent not throwing anybody under the bus as far as that goes because they did. They took yeah, care of it. Yeah, yeah. I had the same problem. It was yeah. fixed within a week and a half. And, yeah, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's literally the only time that anybody's reached out to me. Uh, or or even ask me like, just like, hey, how's the new stadium going? Yeah, yeah. you know, what are your thoughts? Um, and I know that that's you know that's a little uh, presumptive of me, I guess. I don't know, but well, okay. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Well, what I think is that ten years ago, if I spent five hundred dollars on a season ticket, I was like, I don't know. Uh, Mark McCullough's best friend. I mean, ten, 10 years ago, if I was spending more than $160 on a season ticket, I mean, that that's how much my season ticket was. Right, right. And now I'm spending a grand. I'm sorry, and- I, I take that back. That was 12 years ago because I had student tickets. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it was $160 yeah. for a season. Right. And so now I'm spending a grand and uh, Tim Bezbachinko or whatever his name is doesn't even know who I am. Oh yeah, I mean that's fine. I don't want to be. Well, no, I don't want to be best friends with anybody in the in the yeah. front office. My point is, um, they think that they have bigger fish to fry. Oh yeah, no, I spend I spend um, twenty five hundred dollars on four season tickets. Yeah, and I bring two new people to every single game. Uh, what do I deserve from that? Absolutely nothing other than what I'm getting, which is the seats for the game, um, and to not be clubbed in the knee when I leave the stadium. That is that is that is what I deserve. That is what I am getting. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of people who are in that middling price range, in that in that um, not in Nordeca, but not in a luxury seat range that feel the same way because it does not feel and I talk to other people who have uh, seats around me people I've been friends with for a long time and at the last game and I asked them the same thing because I knew we were going to talk about this a little yeah, bit yeah and um, yeah no one's getting any discussion uh, talks from the front office I mean, you get the emails where it's like oh come watch the away game at the blah, uh, you know blah 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 and I'm like I don't care 
Like, I don't care about marketing emails. I don't care about all that sort of stuff. Just, like, acknowledge the fact that, you know, I'm spending a decent portion of my income on your team and that I've upped the amount of money that I'm spending by almost four times times in the last year. And I got more communication. I got more communication from the team in 2019. Yeah. Spending, and I was I was in a similar seating area. Um, I wasn't in the south end, but I was in the um, uh, north, uh, uh, the northwest uh, corner. And uh, I got I got more communication from the team as a ticket holder in 2019 than I do now. Well, I, I think this all goes back to the. Uh well, you know, if we the the whole like front office, if we lose five thousand ticket holders, season ticket holders, and and pick up fifteen thousand new ones, so you know, yeah, but they, they, those they just, people aren't there. They just assume that we are expendable. Yeah, the the problem is, is if that was a real thing, you know what you would have done? Sold at the fucking stadium. Yeah. Well, uh, with season tickets, okay. and, and I'm not, and I'm not, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that this isn't, this isn't a, um, this isn't a attack on anybody. It's not a, um, it's not a, a knock on anybody, anybody's ability, anything along those lines. But it's the, it's the God's honest truth that if season ticket holders were expendable, if season ticket holders were people that people that have agreed to show up seventeen times to your thing. And give you money, and give you way more money than they did before. If those people were expendable, then cool. You'd have a waiting list. You know what you don't have right now? A waiting waiting list. list. Okay, all I can say is... Pick the season since 2004 that I did not have a season ticket. There isn't one. Or the the year pre-court said he was going to move the team. Yep. Yeah, the yeah. same here. Yeah, same okay. Here. Well, not since 2004, since 2007. For okay, me. for but me, yes. since 2004. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my point being, you know, all things being equal, if you have a soccer team in my hometown and I am not buying a season ticket for it, something major has happened that you have done wrong. Yeah. And so, if I am if if I am questioning buying a season ticket for 2022 then the Haslam's have done something wrong. Yeah. I mean, I I'm just putting it out there. Oh no, no, no. Because, no I, was, I, was, I mean, because I can e- I can easily afford it. It's not like it's a it's not like it's a heavy commute. I feel I feel like the the in in you know, I feel like the throwing it all at the feet of the Haslam's well, is, I think I think the 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 proxies that the Haslam's have hired in order to sure, okay. in order to I, I think that throwing the whole thing I, it's it's not fair it's also not fair to in my in you know and and to play devil's advocate it's also not fair to throw this all at any anybody I don't know I, I genuinely I don't know Tim Bisbee yeah, okay. here's, I, I, here's, you know. here, here's my um, point when I say the yeah. Haslam's when people talk about the Columbus Crew history, yeah. we don't talk about the Jamie Roots era. We don't talk about the Mark McCullers era. Yeah, yeah. We, well, we talk, don't because that was bad. Well, uh, <laughs> my point being, I'm we talk. We, okay, we talk about the Hunt era. Yeah. Pre and post Lamar. Yeah. We talk about the pre court era. Yeah. And we talk about the Haslam era. I yeah I yeah. agree and, I agree and that's when I say that the, the yeah the the. Okay. I, I get I get where you're okay. coming from. So 
So, and I guess my point being, okay, I don't know who is in charge of selling this team to Columbus, but do you know anybody who likes soccer more than me? I mean, there's probably people who like it as much as me. Yeah, no. More than me? No. Okay. And I live very close to the stadium. I mean, Mm -hmm. not as close as I used to. Yeah. And and I have... You live a 20-minute bus ride or a 15-minute Uber from the stadium. Yes. Yeah. I have the income to pay for the tickets. Mm -hmm. And I work a job where it's not like... I'm in danger of like having conf- work conflicts with 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 the games. Yeah. So I am probably as much as anyone you could identify the ideal customer for this team. Yeah. And I have a history with this team. I have brand loyalty. Yeah. Okay. And I'm questioning whether I'm going to buy a season ticket for next year. Yeah. There's something wrong. Well, I'm 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 in the same boat. In, yeah, in, I know, in, I know. In the in the not that I'm not necessarily going to buy season tickets, but um, for me to buy the four season tickets that I bought this year, if prices don't change, and I'm seeing that they are, if prices don't change, I'm spending upwards of four hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. For six months. Yeah. To pay off these tickets. And guess what starts back up in January? Student loan payments. Oh, okay. That's something I don't have to deal with. Yes, I, I understand that. Um, yeah. but, uh, but, I'm, but I'm just saying... Because I'm uneducated. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but for both both myself and my wife... Yeah, I get it. Student yeah. loan payments start back up. Yeah. And our student loan payments are pretty close to that combined. Right. And... It's it's a situation of um, you know we we definitely um, you know I, I consider I consider myself lucky that uh, and, and and very grateful that I've had I've had a job the entire time during the pandemic and I know that there are people Same. there are people that are um, you know a on, much on much worse edge. off yes. yeah much worse off and, yes. and, and yeah. I'm not I'm not at all trying to uh, make, I guess the point is the point I'm trying to make is that we are as much as one could describe. Other than like I don't know corporate executives, yeah, we are the ideal customers for or, this. Or Tony Galifo. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he is the <laughs> ideal customer, right? Yeah, friend of the pod, Tony Galifo. I know. Why aren't you here tonight, Tony? Yeah, I'm very mad but at you. My point is, if if they can't sell to us, then who's well, their who's their who's their it's customer? Not it's not that they can't. They or they don't tried. want to. Well, okay. They haven't tried because they don't feel that they need to. And that is that is the the problem is that I think that attrition is going to be a worse enemy for them than they think. Right. I now. agree. I have multiple people that I know that are in my section that have talked about. I've, I've I know people that live in West Virginia that have season tickets that drive up for a handful of the games and then the rest of them they give to friends or they sell on StubHub or they do whatever. Are you sure that they let people who are barefoot into the stadium? I mean, they have to get Crocs on or whatever. They have <laughs> okay. that, that take a Croc, leave a Croc section. <laughs> okay. But um, but no, I, I I mean, they are, they're seriously considering whether or not, they, they, they talk to me about, you know, potentially not renewing their season tickets and then just taking over my other two. Yeah. So that's attrition of two seats. Yep. Right there, um, and and I don't, 
I don't know. So so they, they <laughs> we talked about this. We we talked about we were going to talk about it, but we haven't done it. Um, they're offering prizes for renewing early, and the yeah. prizes for the first week are free 2022 season tickets, all inclusive away match trip for two, virtual meet and greet with a crew player plus signed jersey, two hundred and fifty dollar credit at the cruise shop. Um. I only would want two and, two and a half of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, because well, I, I like that. I, I you know I I I have a great deal of respect and I enjoy watching the crew players play soccer. Soccer as somebody who does not have children, I don't want to sit on a Skype call with insert name of player here. Right. Yeah. Unless unless I'm doing unless unless somebody comes on this show and we do an interview or something along those lines. I don't even. I, I don't. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. So you know, years and years and years ago. Yeah. Back when the team was a little more down to earth, ground or whatever, I would run into, you know, uh, Danny O'Rourke or or people like that in the yeah. grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, that was nice. It was. It was kind of interesting. Like you know, I ran into Justin Miram. When oh, he yeah. was on a date, I ran into uh, Andy Greenbaum at uh, Columbus Oktoberfest. Yeah, I used to I used to run into Duncan Outen all the time oh, well, at the old, yeah, well. at the old uh, Hooligans Bar. Right. Well, you that, know? that Duncan. I used is... to run into Siggy Schmidt here. But Dun- Duncan and Siggy and 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 yeah. Frankie don't count. They they're, don't. They're, yeah. yeah. Gino doesn't count either. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like like as far as just people that you know you would you would you'd run into and it was just like oh hey what's up dude yeah you know what I mean yeah. like like they don't I'm not saying we're, not to, we're I, to to clarify to anybody who doesn't understand our context here we're not saying that they don't count in a negative way we're saying that they're just kind of buddies yeah you know they're I mean? like, like they're like part of our herd yeah, yeah yeah the point being if I were to run into Donovan Nagby, yeah. Darlington Nagby. Darn, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, if I were into Nagby or Artur or yeah, or, or Bradley Jonathan, Ray Phillips or, or, or Jonathan know, Mensa or whoever, yeah, whomever, I'd be like, okay, hey, hey, hey great game. Yeah, hey, yeah, great game. Yeah, good but luck. It's, good it's, luck this week. It's not like I feel like I have any connection, kinship, whatever. And that's fine. They yeah. are professional athletes. Yeah, and and I'm I'm really cool with that. And yeah. the whole like, oh, well, you know what? I really want to be friends with the players. Oh like, no, do, no, that that's I'm a forty th- years old. Yeah, that's a no. that, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, again, I'm not fourteen. Uh, that's a really kind of creepy thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. I want I want to put a pin in this and and explain that like, if your child is super into. Oh gosh, yes. Play or whatever. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. I don't want. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to discount any of that. And you know what? There are people that I know that are super fans of, of specific players, and it would be really cool for them to. Like, if I got to meet Elvis Costello, I'd be pretty stoked about that, right? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to do a virtual Zoom with Elvis Costello. It would just be weird because, it really... because I would feel like I was imposing. On, on, you know what I mean? Like, like I'm just, I'm naming somebody that that I admire, that I would in, enjoy uh, conversing for, you yeah, know, yeah. two minutes with. Okay, I'm trying um, to think of like, of of anyone in sort of quote unquote pop culture. Yeah. The, my two biggest long standing heroes are uh, Kareem Abdul Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yeah. 
and Pete Townsend. Okay, yeah. I think they're both incredible, brilliant people. Yeah. More than five minutes in the same room with them, and I'd be like, I'm sorry, dude, I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. No, completely understandable. <laughs> yeah. So my 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 point is the the I I don't want special attention except you know the 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 away the away thing would that be cool yeah it'd be if, fun if, yeah yeah in free season tickets yeah yeah totally and you know what a player autographed jersey cool sure yeah sweet you know what it would go on eBay I make a couple of bucks yeah I pay off my season t- <laughs> there you go. Or are we just um, hanging up? Or are we hanging up at Ruby's in yeah. the in the spot in Ruby's that we are, where no one gets to go unless they're you know painting Tifo or whatever. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, I don't know. So I um, just I think yeah. we've gone on we've gone on this uh, for a while. We haven't talked about TV stuff yet, but yeah. um, I think we do need to take a break uh, because it has been yeah it's about thirty two minutes on this segment. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back. And we are the pros from Dover. It is segment three of the pros from Dover. Uh, we're at Ruby Tuesday. Come out and uh, join us. We usually record these things on uh, Mondays, um, but I think we're going to try to start doing some stuff on Sunday nights. Yeah. Um, just kind of depends on on the way that our schedule shakes out and uh, if I end up taking my wife to Kings Island next Sunday. Or, you know, how uh, th- when they let me out of the home. Well, that's also true. Yeah, you know, we got to get the day pass and all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah. um, if not, uh, you know what? Next time you come to Rubies, tell Scotty we sent you. Yeah. And um, speaking of old people, let's talk about players out of contract, Matthew. I think that's a great plan. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna take quarterback on this one, so go right ahead, Scott. Uh, go right ahead. <laughs> go right ahead, Scott. Go right ahead, Scott. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do it, Scotty. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so um, several players are out of contract by the end of the season, and um, I just kind of want to go down the list. Harrison Awful, Evan Bush, Pedro Santos. These are by, and actually, uh, they're in reverse order of age. Yeah. So, reverse okay. Reverse order? Reverse order of age. So, mm-hmm. Awful is 35, Bush yeah. is 35, etc. Santos, Josh Williams, Eloy Room, Waylon Francis, Eric Hurtado, Sayad Abdul Salam, Stephen Morera, Grant Willard, Derek Etienne Jr., who got a assist in the last game, um, Liam Fraser, Milton Valenzuela, and Miguel Berry. Okay. Well, okay. Let's start at the top. Let's start with Harrison Awful. Yeah. So I, I so I, the way that I think about this is, um, it's it's kind of like what's what's the the game? It's like marry, kiss, fuck. Is that I don't, <laughs> yeah. or, or or marry it's kill? Fuck, it's fuck marry kill. Is fuck what marry it is. kill. Okay. Yeah. We're not we're not gonna do that with crew players. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to do that with any of them. Okay. The the point being there. Okay. In in. In in my mind, there's we keep them no matter what. It's, yeah, it's keep it's it's keep it's bubble and it's drop. Yeah, okay. That's keep bubble drop. I think is yeah. The, yes, okay. That's okay. So awful bubble drop. It, I mean, okay. Awful is a player who I would keep. the The way that I look at it is, can we do we want to just get rid of this player because they're not doing us any good? Would we keep this player if we could keep them at a substantially less salary mark? That is that is where it is. If if we could keep him at a le- at a lower salary uh, at a lower salary point, then then I could I could definitely see it. But I, I feel like he has 
um, he's he's about to hit his expiration date. Yeah, no, um, I'm fine. I, I don't think that um, I don't think that he's got uh, he's got he doesn't have Mike's secret stuff anymore. Um, and no, I, I, I agree. But but if we could if we could pay him like a third what we're paying him now, yeah, then then, then I could see then what well, okay. Then, then I think that the um, then then I think the conversation needs to be keep bubble. Maybe drop and drop. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. That's. I guess. I guess that's the way we've right, got to go right. about that. Okay. So. so next is Evan Bush, who's a goalkeeper. And yeah. So goalkeepers, um, in America, goalkeepers. I hate to say this. They're kind of a dime a dozen. Um, yeah. There's a lot of American goalkeepers who are good, who are younger than 35. So yeah. I don't really care about Evan Bush, although he did very well in this last game. I think Evan Bush, um, to me, is is bubble. Um, yeah. I think that he is uh, he's a good player. Yeah. I think he does what he needs to do. Um, he is a proven uh, commodity. Um, yeah. I think that he's got he's he's gonna get kept because of his relationship with Caleb Porter vis a vis University of Akron. Yeah. Um, and I think that um, that's fine. Yeah. And, he's, and, he's a he is a starting goalkeeper towards the end of his career. That is um, playing backup right now, and that's totally fine. And we're not paying a whole lot of money for him. We're not. We're not. Yeah. I, I, so we're, not, I'm, we're getting I, good value for money. Yeah. On on Evan Bush, and I am totally fine um, with us. You know, with us keeping him. So the next four players on this list are actually the crux of this list, mm-hmm. and they are Pedro Santos, yeah. Josh Williams, Eloy Room, and Waylon Francis. Yeah. So. Santos um, has he has really transformed himself in the last season or two mm-hmm. into a different player than he was when we got him. Yeah, and on the other hand, he is thirty three years old and is one of our most expensive players. Yeah, so I would say he's he's getting paid. I I don't have the numbers on the top of my head, but he's getting paid. Close to a million dollars, like like, well over a half a million dollars. He's not like Darlington Nagby, and he's not. Um, um, Pedro Santos is getting his base salary is uh, eight hundred seventeen thousand five hundred sixty dollars. Okay, so yeah. my point being, if we could re-sign Santos at somewhere around four or five hundred thousand. Yeah. I would love it. Yeah, more than six hundred thousand. I'm a little. I'm a little sketchy on this. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, I think it depends on the um, length of the contract, and I think it also depends on um, yeah like, the, like the money performance bonuses. That yeah, sort performance of stuff. bonuses. That's because because you can put a lot of that stuff yeah, in there right, as yeah. well. Um, I, I think he's a good player, um, but yeah, again, and um, it feels weird. Now you know to say this about thirty-three-year-olds, but he's getting up there. Uh. Well, okay. The thing is, it's not Jonathan Mensah. Yeah. It's not Eloy Room. Yeah. He is a player much, and this is the, you know this is the thing that we went through with Awful is that as as someone who has spent most of his quote-unquote soccer career playing mm-hmm. on the wing. Yeah. Um. You got to run a lot, yeah. And 
the only thing I'll say about Santos as opposed to um, Awful is that Santos seems to be this, a savvy enough player who who could transfer into central midfield yeah, um, and do a credible job, yeah. but at a reduced salary, and that's my point. Okay, mm-hmm. so next, next on the list is Josh Williams, who's also 33. Josh Williams is a central defender. 33 is not too old to be a central defender. Nope. I'm fine keeping Josh Williams. Oh, 100%. Period. Uh, I, think, I think Josh Williams. And the other thing is, and, and this is kind of the intangibles as far as that goes, Josh, Josh Williams is kind of a legacy player with the crew. He yeah. has He has that, um, that, that fan support, um, and, and I think that that is um, – Josh Williams is a, a good player, and I think that he would um, – he is definitely going to uh, he's going to do well, but he's also the guy. Go- okay, to put it like Woody Allen would do, he's always going to make a beautiful dollar in this business. Exactly. On the other hand, Josh Williams, of all the people on this list, Josh Williams is the one I would most imagine being an assistant coach in ten years. Oh hell yeah. 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 And no, he's he's and on. That's the, why it's worth it to keep him around. He's on the um. He's on kind of the Duncan Outen train as far as that goes. He's or the being, Mike Lapper train. No, the Mike Lapper train. He's being he's being used a lot more than Duncan was. Right. Um. Towards the you know and and Josh has got some more years on him, especially in the position he's in and things like that. He's being used a lot more than Duncan was, but Duncan was in a different position. Um. But I think that um. I think that Josh, if if that is the desire, if that is is where. Josh wants to go. I think that um, we'd be real dumb to not uh, hire him onto the technical staff. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's, that's he's, he's a guy who, whether he was born here or not, he bleeds black and gold. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally. As many times as we've tried to give him to Canada, he just keeps coming back. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, so. Anyway. Okay. So next on the list is Eloy Room. Uh huh. Uh, you sign. Sign. Yeah, sure. Science yeah, I get no problem. He's, science, he's, science. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, Waylon Francis. Mm. Uh, again, he's a guy that we keep... Tr- we, it, it's like, well, you know, you you think about Waylon Francis, and then you think about, and I hate to put it this way, but you think about Valenzuela, and you think about Awful, and you wonder, well, Awful is tiny and old. Mm-hmm. And Valenzuela is very injury prone. Yeah, and Francis can sub and do a a, a credible job subbing for either one of them. Mm-hmm. So he's he's a guy kind of for me who's on the bubble. Yeah, and he only signed a one year contract, right? As well, like he was he was he was out of contract after after MLS Cup. Yeah. And, and it would have been it would have been dumb to not bring him back after MLS Cup. Yeah, um, it's you know everybody you know give give them give them as much money as they want. They won the, won the cup, you know. Right. Um, I, I just I think Waylon's a good player. Like it's it's and and he has definitely he's had a lot more uh, you know load put on him. Even even in you know 2019, he played 17 games. He only played you know he was injured, but he only played four games in 2020. Yeah. Um, but 22 games already this year. That is um, that's the most games he's played in a year since 2015 when he played for the Crew. There so you go. He's he's um, in. You know, you can't fault somebody for getting injured. You can't fault somebody uh, for for any of that stuff. But 
He's he's also a crew lifer. He literally played for the Sounders for one year. Um, yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can get him for the right price. Exactly, you keep him. He's 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 much like like Saris and Awful or or Santos. He's the, he's the kind of guy you want to keep around, but we cannot keep paying what we have been paying for these people. Yeah. Okay. So the next. I, I don't know, like three or four or five players. Um, Eric Hurtado, Sayad Abdul Salam, Grant Morena, or Morea, uh, mm-hmm. and Grant Lillard. Um, I, I don't have much of an opinion one way or the other, honestly. Yeah, well, isn't Hurtado playing for. Oh, he is, he is back with us. Yeah, he is back with us. He was playing for Montreal for part of the season. <laughs> right. Um,. But they kicked him out because yeah, he wouldn't right. get. He, they kicked him out because he wouldn't get uh, vaccinated. That's what it was. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. I, I was. I was. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> um, but Abdul Salam, Moreira, and Willard. I. I don't have any opinion. I mean, I, honestly, if we were to lose Grant Willard, mm-hmm. would I notice? Okay, so this is this is where I want to say, like, I want to talk about Hurtado for a second because I'm I'm pulling up, you right, know, right, he's, right. he's played um, 16 games at this point. He's a forward. Um, he has had, yeah, he has had uh, he has had eight shots, three on target, zero goals. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bad joke, and I'm gonna Go say Eric Hurtado is a forward in much the way that I was a forward in that yeah. I was. Severely lacking in defensive or tackling abilities, so yeah. I was. Yeah, he can make a pass. Um, <laughs> that's about all I got. Yeah. Okay. You know, he's at. He's at. Yeah. He's. He's got. He's got. Yeah. I. I. You know. I'm. I'm looking at his. His numbers on. On, the website, and I'm doing this because I, don't really remember. Eric Hurtado standing out at all for the crew. Well, he hasn't. Yeah. That's kind of the point. So, um, you know what? No. Okay. Cut so, him. So Cut the, him. I don't care. Then the last four are Derek Etienne Jr. Well, we haven't talked about Abdul Salam. Oh. Yeah, uh, we, we talked about... I, I'm just surprised he's 30. Yeah, I am I am a bit surprised he's 30. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I think, I, have, I think that he's... I don't even know what we're paying him. Um, well, I can find that out. This is this is why we should uh, you know do research do research before we do a, a no, podcast. You're, but you're no it's fun. weird when you do that; it makes it better sometimes. Okay, so I'm going to go um, with the bottom four: um, youngest to oldest, Miguel Berry. Keep, say, keep sign him, sign keep, him, keep, keep him, keep, give him all the money. Milton Valenzuela. I I mean the the dude's way too injury prone, but he's only 23. Yeah, I would say I would say you keep him at the right price. Okay, so Liam Fraser we have on loan. He's also 23. Um, don't really know that much about him. He, he seems to be getting a lot of time. Yeah. And then, of course, Derek Etienne Jr. Etienne, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we keep at the right price. Yeah, yeah 100%. Exactly. I'm, I'm genuinely curious what's happening upstairs right now. I think they caught a badger. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, I mean, I all I can say is if you're listening and you have, you know, any interest in calling us or writing us or whatever, 
uh, give us your opinions. Yeah, no, seriously, yeah. Uh, players out of contract, players uh, moves that the the crew maybe should make in the off season. We're gonna have a lot of time between uh, hopefully uh, mid December and uh, March to uh, to talk about other things, um, but realistically, probably early November to March to talk about other things. Exactly. So, um, All right, so next we're... Okay, we've already talked about season ticket renewals, yes. so I wanted to talk about TV contracts. Yes, you did. <laughs> so, um, I am notorious for not watching Crew Away games. Uh-huh. Because I live in Columbus, and so that means I can't watch the crew away. Well, you can. You just have to pay for a very expensive cable package. Or go to a bar. Yeah, which is what I do. Exactly, yeah. But I like bars. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I I don't so much Mm -hmm. these days. Anyway, apparently, if you have Bally Sports, you can supposedly watch the crew. Yes. Except... When they show beach volleyball instead of the crew, which is what happened last game. Really? Yeah, really. For the Montreal game. Yeah. Okay, that's why I'm like I'm like I was not. I was trying to figure out. I'm like I didn't have a problem with it. So was it the um, was it the fact that the beach volleyball went into overtime? I have no idea because that's there is there is the the Heidi rule in all of um, sports. Yeah. Whereas you don't cut a game off if it goes into overtime, no matter what. No, I I, I you think potentially it, put it on an alternate channel, but no, yeah. I think that um, that it was um, Bally thought they would get more uh, ratings, they get higher ratings with the beach volleyball. I don't I don't think that is the case. Only because I hang on. I, I, I really don't know, and this is, again, one of these things where I want people to actually call or write or tweet or text in and, and say, because I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the last time I saw the crew on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, like, literally. I mean, what? I see them on TV a lot. Well, you do. Yeah. But I stay home. Yeah, but, but I mean, that's, that's your own fault, then. Because you could buy a cable package and, and watch them. Um, yeah, so the game wasn't on Bally Sports. That's why. It was on Sports Time Ohio. Okay, well, I just... it was I, The game was publicized as being on Sports Time Ohio. Okay, well, I just saw a lot of people <laughs> tweeting about Yeah, so how- that, that's why they had the wrong channel. Because Bally Sports, uh, Bally Sports Ohio, Bally Sports... And, and I don't know because I don't really pay attention to the uh, uh, networks um, because I don't I don't have cable at my house. Yeah. I don't watch I don't watch TV at my house really at all. Exactly. Um, the only thing that I do is I know that if I come here for a game or if I come to a handful of other bars for a game, the game is going to be on. Right. But yeah, if people were bitching because. Beach volleyball was on Bally Sports Ohio, and the game wasn't on Bally Sports Ohio, and it was published as not being on Bally Sports Ohio. That's on them. Okay. Yeah, that's, except not, it's on, really, that's not on the crew. Except it's really not. And here's the point. Okay. Okay. So the last time that I followed a sports team on a channel yeah. was 
in I think 2003 or 2004. Okay. Um, and I had uh, a dish, I had Dish Network, mm-hmm. um, and I had UPN out of Boston because of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. And I randomly turn on uh, the UPN network, the UPN affiliate in Boston, and it's opening day at Fenway Park. Uh huh. And so I watched every Red Sox game that season. Neat. Um, well, not really. So here's the deal. I, I used to be a Red Sox fan. Uh-huh. Um, don't don't hold it against me. But I used to be a Red Sox fan. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh, well, uh, you know, it's 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 old-timers day. They, they brought out Yastrzemski. They brought out Carlton Fisk. They brought out all the guys. I'll just follow the Red Sox this season uh, until they're out of playoff contention. How long could that be? June, July? Uh-huh. That was the year the Red Sox won the series. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. That's the joke. Um, but I knew that I could watch every Red Sox game on that channel. Yeah. Why can't I do that with the crew? Because we are in an age where that doesn't really exist anymore. There is not even 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 the even the darlings of Major League Soccer, uh, the LA Galaxies and the uh, New York City FCs of the world, have games on ESPN or have games on Fox Sports or have games X, Y, and Z. The problem is is that we have a, a TV contract with a network that not only is during the winter, uh, or I mean during the winter sports season, uh, televising the Blue Jackets, uh, televising um, whomever else, whatever college college they have uh, uh, like rights. Otterbein or whatever. I, I don't. I don't honestly yeah. remember everybody that the old Fox Sports that now Bally Sports have access to. But then during the summer, they have the Reds and the Guardians, and I just... you have to. You have to. You have to uh, work all those games around each other, and it sucks. But the way that it is set up, the way that Fox Sports is set up, um, and now Bally Sports, is that Sports Time Ohio is the Cleveland network, and Fox Sports Ohio is the Cincinnati network. And you have to, so now Bally Sports Ohio is the Cincinnati Network and Sports Time Ohio is the Cleveland Network. And you have to work through all of that. And I'm not saying it's always that way. I don't know. The 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 company that runs them, Sinclair Media, is a, a horrible company. Yeah, yeah. And we okay. could go on a totally different rant on that. Yes. But it's a different but podcast. It's a different podcast. But what I'm saying is I don't know the rhyme and the reason, but okay. that I is just, that just, is what it is. Okay. We are we are Columbus has always been, and even with the Blue Jackets, this happens with the Blue Jackets. They get put on a different feed of uh, Bally or Fox Sports or whatever because there's a there's two baseball games going on at the same time. Okay, I have two questions for mm-hmm. you. Isn't Columbus the second biggest city in the Midwest? Columbus is the second biggest city in the Midwest, and it is the biggest city in Ohio. The problem is, is that it is not historically that way. Okay, I, that agree, is, I get that. That my, is that is why. My second when, question mm-hmm. is: Cincinnati has professional sports teams. Yeah, I know that's weird. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I always thought that they uh, all played it in Dayton, but uh, yeah. apparently, or Kentucky, but yeah, apparently, thought, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. 
it's, okay. it's weird. Anyway, okay. Um, so we but, belabored this enough. It's just, yeah. okay, my point is, it's been over a decade since I could reliably watch my favorite hometown team on television. Yeah, but you were away. watching it on ONN, and that was like watching it through wax paper. So be careful what you wish for. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We're, we're going to go to break. We're going to come back. <laughs> Segment four. We're going to punch each other in the mouths uh, during the interim. But stick around because one of us <laughs> is talking like this for the rest of the show. <laughs> it's the pros from Dover. <laughs> segment of the pros from Dover. My name is Matt. That is Jim. And the last thing that we have to talk about tonight is the Columbus Crew versus Cruz Azul. Yes. Uh, Longtime MLS fans might remember a guy named Brian Johnston mm-hmm. who played for... He was one of the rare players who played for both Rangers and Celtic. Yep. Also played for Cruz Azul. Dirty, dirty hacker of a player. It's really all I got other than Cruz Azul are a very good team, historically. They, they are historically. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna They're look not at so the, great right now. Well, on the um, Apertura uh, standings at this point, they're 10 games in, um, three wins, five draws, two losses. Um, but in the last uh, five games of form, three draws, one win, one loss. Um, it's going to be an interesting... It, it's my question, really, and, and, and my, my thought process is... is do the crew play their starters? Do Cruz Azul play their starters? Do the, does Cruz yeah, Azul exactly. play? That was the that was the second question I was going to ask. Yeah, exactly. Um, do, yeah. do any do either one of these teams give a crap about this game? Because it doesn't get them forward. It's it's just bragging rights. That's it. It doesn't it doesn't move them forward in a tournament. This isn't a tournament. Um, it's just the winner of the Mexican League versus the winner of the American League, and that's it. Um, yeah, yes. There are bragging rights, 100%. Yes, but, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that, that um, Columbus Crew are not going to win the not going to win the U.S. Open Cup, they're no. not going to win Sporter Shield, and they're probably not going to win MLS Cup. Yeah, but this doesn't give us a berth into Champions League. That's not my point. It's, yeah. it's a trophy. It is a trophy, 100%. Yeah. 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 Um, it, this is like... Arsene Wenger winning the FA Cup five seasons in a row. Yeah, when he doesn't win the champ, doesn't win the Premier League ever. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean, twenty years previously, but you you get my point. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Caleb Porter's one chance at silverware this season. Full stop. Okay. So why not just why not just do it? Just go for it. I mean, I agree. I think they should go for it. Um, and I think that, you know, having home field advantage is good. We've obviously talked about the fact that it's not the home field advantage that we had a year ago. Um, but the other part that I would say on that is that, yes, it, at this point, it looks like Caleb Porter's only chance at silverware this year. But anything can happen. Playoffs are a different season. Yeah, I know. But... And, we, and we have our guys back. The majority of them. We don't right. all of them. But we probably will by the time the playoffs run around. If we can limp into the playoffs, it's anybody's game. Because that's the majority of that team that we already had. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I still have doubts we're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, 100%. So yeah. do I. So, I don't know. I think you just go for it. Yeah. I, I you know, 
you you want a trophy that no one else in this country has won? Atlanta. Well, yeah, it's yeah. true. Atlanta yeah. has. Um, Toronto lost. Atlanta won, and then there wasn't. Well, the fact that Toronto lost it is yeah. just yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Toronto lost a lot of things this year. <laughs> <laughs> um. um but you know, it's one of those things. How how much do you play your guys? Because because we have to go play Philadelphia on Saturday. Yeah, you know, and, and we're gonna and lose. We're gonna talk about that. You know, we're gonna talk about that on the next show whenever we decide to record it between yeah. uh, Wednesday and uh, Saturday. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens against. Uh, I just say we go for it, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. We're the pros from Dover. I'm Jim. My name is Matt. Uh, I want to say thank you to uh, Corporate Circus for providing us with their uh, music for our interstitial bumps. I want to say thank you to Jim Bach. My name is Matt Goshard. Uh, thank you very much to Ruby Tuesday at the uh, corner of 19th and Summit in the uh, Campus District for allowing us to record here. And we will see you on the next show. Ruby.